0: Hi, and welcome to Game of Crones, MTV's Game of Thrones podcast. I'm Crystal Bell, pop culture writer here at MTV News. I'm filling in for head crone Rachel Handler. She's currently en route to New York um, on her dragon, of course, uh, raining fire on man spreaders everywhere. So watch <laughs> out, American <laughs> Airlines flyers. Uh, but I'm joined here with uh, pop culture deputy editor Leah Beckman. Hi. And fellow pop culture writer Teo Bugbee. Hello, and yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Let's start with probably the biggest moment of the episode. I'm forever
1: ruined emotionally. All I can really say is Hodor. Oh man, Hodor.
2: <laughs> okay, I was. I honestly, I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this show again. I all I want is to watch Daenerys burning down every disgusting man, and then they bring this shit back, and it's just, <laughs> like, I can't do it, It's too, it breaks my heart. And they killed that nice wolf. Oh, oh yeah, all the wolves just
0: dead. There's two left, though. We we uh, we need eyes on Nymeria, she's currently uh,
1: running amok somewhere, and then we also, uh, we have Ghost. The thing John's that was wolf. wild about these deaths for me was that I was simultaneously, like, completely laughing and also kind of <laughs> crying where I was dying <laughs> in two completely different ways where that wolf jumps out and it's like, that's not a real wolf. But then at the same time, you're like, oh, that poor wolf. Like, these wolves don't deserve to be stuck with no. these terrible Starks. Like, the Starks can't do anything right. Bran is, like, straight up just, like, usurping people's consciousness, <laughs> like a,
2: a monster. And then poor Hodor. Bran in his in his, like... Extremely tailored leather jacket <laughs> that he's just like not listening to any of the rules and. Meanwhile, he has a fresh haircut. Everyone,
1: yeah,
2: all the Starks were looking really good in this episode. I'll just throw that out there.
0: Yeah. I agree, Sansa
2: looked gorgeous.
0: Yeah, we can credit that to Sansa's uh, impeccable abilities to make clothes in like yeah. five minutes. <laughs> Last
1: week we were like, how do they wear such fancy clothes? And Sansa this week, makes all of Sansa. them. Sansa, yeah, this is her <laughs> side job. She's been just sending all of these like fresh knitting patterns to fucking King's Landing yeah. every week.
2: She actually makes oh all my of Daenerys' dresses. <laughs> yeah. And the way that they introduced it, which was just like this weird little flirty courtyard scene where Jon Snow was like, I'm a boy and I like you wolf or whatever. (laughs) And then she's like, well, good, because I made you one too. And it's just... (laughs) Insane. Yeah, I this noticed is... uh, in Rachel's recap it was
0: like sexual chemistry alert and I and now I will never be like not able to
1: see that when I see John and Sansa on screen together. No, they're definitely setting it up. I'm sorry. Like there, it's been two weeks in a row. Like if it had just been an accident last week in one scene, I would have tossed it out. Yeah. But like this was this was next level, yeah. you know? It's like Sansa's in full on like baby girl mode. Yeah, like, she's I, like I needed <laughs> you with this scarf. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think probably in addition to dick watch we need incest watch because Ooh, there's yeah. also Theon and Yara who are oh, extremely yeah, emotional. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. That's boy. That's true. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's get back to Hodor just for one second. Just to like really pour one out. Give Willis his his moment I think, I mean, we revealed sort of his entire destiny in this episode, that he was basically
1: fated to be Bran's personal chauffeur. Except what kills me is that he wasn't fated. You know, he could have just kept on being Willis, like, petting that horse till the end of time. (laughs) And instead, stupid little Bran walks over and is like, listen, your whole identity as a human being is going to be subsumed Mm -hmm. by my need for you to hold this door for me. (laughs)
2: Like, Well, wait,
1: Crystal, so I
2: have a question. So yeah. does he, um, like, does Hodor then remember that flash for his whole life? And is that part of the thing that he just, like, got so fucked up from this vision he saw that he just can't, like, I don't understand I don't, what happened to his brain?
0: So basically what happened is, I mean, we know that Bran warged into Hodor. And while he warged into Hodor, he was also in his past vision with young Hodor was there. So basically they created this time loop. So because he worked into Hodor in the present while he was also in the past, that really fucked Hodor over. Like it really fried his brain. So whether or not he was actually like remembering this moment I don't know. I, I personally feel like he just got his brain scrambled. Yeah, I
1: felt like it was like like an "I love Big Brother" moment where yeah. it's like he just doesn't have a brain anymore. Like his brain is just like this one yeah. phrase.
2: I really thinking of George R. R. Martin sitting at his <laughs> typewriter or whatever he uses and just being like. Okay, doctor stuff, <laughs> medicine. Huh? Uh yeah, he sees a thing and then he can only say this one Hold like it. couple of words. I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. No, it's and, such a stretch. And the showrunners <laughs> in their like mini
0: After the fr- Thrones, oh, yeah. like five minute thing, said that this was actually like George R. R. Martin's plan, that this was where his name came from. And I just have a really hard, like, I can't picture like George R. R. Martin sitting there being like, Hodor. Hodor. It's very eight year old in the door.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very like, I don't know second grade you're trying to find a nickname for someone and you're like oh my god they yes, love chocolate totally. chocolate chocolate chalk 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 yeah <laughs> guess you
2: choco butt now or whatever totally I really also it's like I would not be surprised if at the very end of this a child sits up in a bed and is like it was all a, a dream. dream yeah like that's what they're doing now yeah let's uh, talk about that
1: doing. run run wake up run run Wake
0: up! This episode pretty much established the fact that Bran could be responsible for anything and everything on this show. Anything that has happened in the show
1: could have been Bran's fault. In like in any time <laughs> travel scenario, my my go-to is like it's best for the world to kill the time traveler, yeah. but especially Bran. That's how you stop <laughs> oh my the God. loop. What did we learn from Crystal? Looper? No, it's true.
2: I love that idea. I love thinking about every single thing in this show being Brand's fault. It really Game is. Fuck Brand. Well, because like George R. R. Martin is always like,
0: he's been like, I want to subvert all of these tropes and like, There's this trope in genre fiction that's like, okay, the kid who has the ability to, like, see the past can change it, but, like, Bran can't. He can just view things and, like, fuck shit up and then cause a terrible present. So, really, he can't change things, and in trying to change them, he really just ruins the timeline. So, I just, I
1: also love this idea. Can he still... So, I don't really understand completely how Bran's time travel stuff works. I don't think they do. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Great. Because is he, like, going into the tree? Like, what's happening? He's connecting, yeah.
0: He's, like, basically connecting through the weirwood trees. And so, it's not necessarily time travel. It's still kind of, like, a vision of a past time. But he is a physical being, as we noticed. I mean, the knight's King touched him. Right. So, which was
2: another big fuck up. Go Bran. Um, I'm just dreading next week when we have to deal with Bran feeling guilty and being sad. sad and Bran. whoever is still around him has to be like, no, it's okay. Oh, it's not yeah. your fault. And it's like, Yeah, it yeah why couldn't they pick Mira to do all this? I hate you.
0: Hey, Mira did kill yeah. a white, though. That yeah, was that's pretty what I'm cool. saying.
1: Like, girl has, like, some abilities to, like, get shit done. Whereas Bran is just whining about things and then fucking shit up.
0: Yeah, but kind of, don't you want that one character to be, like, the character that everybody can just, like, throw... All of their emotions. <laughs> like, you know, like, you want to just throw him under the bus. Like, Mira should be, like, a hero. In a, like, Again, in a weird way, right? Fair, yeah. It's like, I want her to be the, the projected heroine of the story. But, you know, Bran, uh, Teo, you said something really interesting offline to me. Is that <laughs> Bran is now your most hated character. Like, behind yes.
1: Ramsay. Which is, like, crazy to me. Like, you like Ramsey more than Bran. I'm sorry. Just, like, the idea of jumping into, jumping back in time. Then... <laughs> (laughs) going into someone's conscious mind to create a drone out of a person that you supposedly like love and care Mm -hmm. for i'm sorry that's like the most despicable thing i've ever heard of that's like straight up like darth vader level nonsense and plus he still conceives of himself as like an innocent being like at least ramsey like fucks shit up and like knows he's He's fucking shit up like you can all agree to hate ramsey yeah whereas bran is still like pretending to be on the good guy side
0: I see that. I mean, the reason why—and maybe I don't know. It's because I've read a lot of, like, genre fiction. The reason I like Bran is because he's the one who's really, like, I feel like accelerating the story. Because if Bran didn't get touched by the Night's King— then there would be no way for the Whites to invade Westeros. And now, because of that whole thing... Well, how does that work, though? Okay, so when he touched him, as the Three-Eyed Sparrow sort of explained, but not really explained in it well enough, like, basically... Classic it's, this show. Exactly. Classic <laughs> Game of Thrones. It broke sort of the, the guard spell that was on their oh, their on little the cave. Oh, okay. So it also can have the ability to do the same in the wall. So we know the wall has been protected by this spell. Since Bran has been marked, he can therefore walk through that wall and therefore invite all of the whites in with him, which is going to be really interesting. I mean, that's going to be and they kind of teased it last uh, last night when John left Castle Black. He turned to Ed and he said, don't knock it down. I mean, that was like to me, that was like a pretty big signal that, oh, okay, that's what's going to happen here. Uh (laughs) Sorry, Ed. I love you.
2: So. Yeah,
0: they're but, all dead. Yeah, R.I.P. Ed. I'll just say it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, they're the, ca- like, brands, the catalyst for moving this whole story and this, hopefully, this whole big battle forward. I mean, I think one of the things that a lot of people have always wanted to see is, like, inevitably, the Whites are going to invade King's Landing. And what does that mean when winter comes to King's Landing? Yeah. Well,
1: King's Landing is going to be in a shit show for the rest of this season. Oh,
0: yeah. Who even <laughs> knows what's happening there? But we didn't even, I mean, this is, like, we didn't even get there this episode.
2: It's a wart. Two warts. I've got two fucking warts on my cock. Well, don't worry, love. They usually go away in five or six years.
0: Thank you, Game of Thrones. You finally gave us some D. I'm sorry. There's no thanks here. It was covered in better Game of Thrones. And it was also uncircumcised.
1: (laughs) And it was
2: just like... Oh, my God. And... The angle, the angle, the I angle. Mean, yeah, wha- it was like really confusing. Moly.
1: It was a crooked, warded dick.
2: It was just. <laughs> it was a lot of balls. That was
0: really what it was. A kind, a little bit of tip, and this put. Po- like, I just want to shout out to actor Rob Callender. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. There's two e's in there. But, congrats to you, Rob. You made your mark. This was it. You gave us the D. I don't. I looked on IMDb. He doesn't have a credit. I was really hoping his credit would be like. I don't know, like Joffrey actor Dick. I don't know, like I was kind of hoping he'd have a creative credit. He didn't, but uh, I just love the fact that
2: he had the like literally the balls to do this. So good job, Rob. Well, we we talked about last <laughs> week how disgusting everybody's junk is, yeah. and I really truly want the next episode to be in a very sterile, I don't know, tent or whatever they have. And the whole episode is just, like, people filing in single file to, like, get medicine. And that's all the episode is. It's just, like, a line of men all with warts on their dicks, like, getting checked
1: Everybody go to the
2: doctor and get medicine and get swabbed. And that's it. (laughs) And that's all the episode is. Everyone is so filthy. I know. But I kind of
0: love that, like... I kind of love that it was at least the Ds that were filthy. You know, it was like, I don't well, the, know, the first time. the You know, the first time we really see
2: the, this this uh, this D on Game of Thrones, it's covered in warts. I feel like... Well, and I also love uh, that, like, I mean, I know this doesn't actually... I One of my, like, craziest pet peeves is when people talk about the show as if it ever existed, like, in olden oh, times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's a time that never existed. But the play scene really felt like something... I don't know, medieval, and I just, like, after seeing that dick, I just really hate thinking about him being like, Oi, I'm gonna dip my quill in this (laughs) blinker, or whatever the heck it is. Like, I really hated thinking about how (laughs) old-fashioned sex is then. Oh,
1: God, so gross.
2: So, I, like, love that time, like, the
1: actual time period. Yeah. So, like, people were having, like, weird inventive sex then, Mm -hmm. and so, like, warded dick dude is probably, like, a freak a freak of freaks. Like, at least he's <laughs> having a good time. But, like, okay, the worst thing about compulsory heterosexuality is that we have to be excited about the dick but feel bad about the boobs. So just yeah. shout out to the nameless actress who played yeah. the nameless actress who had to show her boobs. Who played Sansa. Because, Sans but you know also, uh, incredible boobs. Yeah, incredible boobs. Beautiful. You're a beautiful woman not covered in warts, and congratulations no, to you. No, boobs are beautiful. <laughs> I just want to get that out there. Boobs are beautiful.
0: <laughs> Speaking of dick... Who is your bay of the week? Cuz mine was Yara. Yara? No. Yeah, I'm s- <laughs> I am sorry. I loved it. I was here for Yara and you know Theon got a nice makeover. I know Theon he,
1: did good he,
0: this week. He, he took a he bath. He cleaned up. He got, took a bath. He changed his sweater. So I'm sorry, Leah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he did look good. But Would you I, say just, I was turned on by Yara. Leah, you said last week that Theon is your pick for the filthiest person in Westeros. Is
2: that still Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who is um, like who would no, be filthiest well, now um that's a great Question. I mean, probably the three-eyed raven, even though he's dead. Like he has never showered. Yeah. But I also <laughs> he's just like bed sores, like, tree the, sores. The King Smooth thing is so funny to me because you just cut to a scene where there's like a handful. Like I know that's not everyone in your town or whatever, and yeah. they're just all there. Like who sent around flyers or like a GCal. <laughs> Or whatever, that everyone and then, like, the uncle just shows up and is like, So sorry, I'm late. I was getting a coffee or whatever. (laughs) And, um, like, how do they all know that they're supposed to be there? It's insane. And also, um, I was not that impressed by Yara because they were like, What are you gonna do? Why should we vote for you? And, which is a very normal question to ask someone who's running for president or whatever she is. And, um, then she's just like, I'm going to build some ships. End of list. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. That's crazy. I wouldn't vote for you either, lady. They're sea people. That's what they do. I loved the process
1: of becoming a king. I loved that the, the iron, what are they, the ironborn the literally drown yeah. yeah. themselves. You have to die. <laughs> yeah. I love that it was like, and then you have to bring yourself back to life. Like No, no one one's going to help you. You just have to figure it yeah, out on that your was
0: own. Great.
2: But I, I did, did
1: love that.
0: But here, you know, here's why I love Yara, potentially with maybe something happening in the future. But we know Yara and Theon took,
1: like, all of their ships. Like, all of their best ships are gone. Where are they going with all of those ships? Yeah, also, like, them being like, okay, cut down some trees and build me 1,000 ships. ships. I was like, excuse me, you can barely build
2: a bridge. Like, (laughs) you need to calm down. Yeah. Yeah, why are their bridges so flimsy? You're just sort of like taunting death. You <laughs> all live their wood is in going the to the boat yeah. over <laughs> the ocean. They use all the good stuff
0: on the ships. But don't you think Yara and Theon are possibly headed to Esos?
2: That's like the place I to do be. Love, I do love Yara. I think they're both great. I just was like. She's not a public speaker. Maybe it's not yeah, her strong Yeah, definitely seat. not. But this yeah. is
0: definitely
1: like Danny's way into Westeros. Yeah, I mean, I was, I did not see it coming. Of the Ironborn being like, listen, our move is to take our one thousand ships that we're gonna like materialize out of thin air, and then go bring over a bunch of Dothraki <laughs> yeah. and like some dragons to Westeros. I did not see it coming, but I wouldn't
0: trust Euron.
1: I think he's a shifty guy, so who knows if that's really his plan there? But I do
0: think maybe they're messing with some of the the storylines from the book, and I'm kind of hoping that it's Yara and Theon who find Daenerys. Oh, okay. I'm hoping that it's them. Like I, I don't know. I just love the idea of them sailing to Essos, I like finding Danny and her Dothraki,
2: and and because they have all those. Ships. Well, maybe. Maybe Theon will go back and kill Ramsay. I, he's, I know everyone has different theories. Like, you think, Crystal, I know you said you think, but you'd hope that the writers don't do this, that Sansa will kill him. Yeah. I really hope it's Theon. I hope Theon Ooh, yeah. just feeds oh, his Oh, that's a good dick. one. Can yeah, we, speaking just, of Sansa, yeah. I feel like we should talk yeah. about her mm-hmm. uh, little finger scene. Yes.
1: What do you think he did?
2: I can't begin to contemplate. What do you think he did to me?
0: She, I know Teo has mixed feelings. I, I kind of loved the the first part of that scene where she's really serving it to Littlefinger and like trying to basically
2: bait him to say rape and he just won't do it. Well, that's the thing. When she started in on that speech, I thought like, you know what? Good for the writers. They are about to sort of like stand up for all this intense rape that they put in all season and then even they couldn't say it i honestly mm-hmm. was hoping that she was going to get so graphic and gruesome yeah. and she didn't and it's she really it. fucked up that she didn't yes, because i know if you're going to put in all that rape then you better like be able to describe it there was like
1: <laughs> that moment where she was like i can still feel, feel that him. it hurts my body and i was like listen like give me some details yeah. like that's the moment like this show is so graphic about like genital warts but like yeah. we can't get like <laughs> like an un- of, like, the physical damage that rape causes. Yeah. But they really
0: kind of pulled out at the last second. And then the worst... <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. But the la- the worst yeah. part of it for me was that he he Littlefinger one-upped her again. And what did she do? She trusted Littlefinger.
1: I mean, I feel like, yes, she trusted Littlefinger, but it's almost like... You, she's playing the game, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, she definitely is. She, like she, he's like yeah. a potential alliance in a way where she needs alliances right now. And yeah. I feel like Sansa, more than most characters on this show, like everyone is dumb, but Sansa's smarter than a lot of these people. Yeah. Because at least she's been able to survive by actually having to like deal with terrible people as opposed to like hiding up in the north mm-hmm. or hiding in Essos. And yeah, I feel like this was like a moment of Sansa being like kind of a
2: gamesman.
0: She did. And she lied to John, which I thought was like a really telling moment. That'll be great when they get
2: together. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We want to start a relationship without any lies. Yeah, The best relationship is built on truth. Yeah. I'm here.
0: I'm here for Johnsa. That's the new ship name.
1: Uh, not before John oh. gets to the Red Witch. I'm sorry. Like you still think that's gonna happen? I don't know if that's gonna happen. It's just like they're the two hottest people on She's the show been right now. She's sidelined. I know. Majorly. Shout out to my girl Carice Vent. She's my Bay of the Week. Okay, okay. always. She was just my there, permanent yes. Bay. Yeah. She she was just like sitting in the background, like thinking that must have been a whole day of filming where she was saying nothing. And she constantly out of talks focus. about how cold
2: she is. She's yeah. like, I'm freezing. <laughs> always. Oh wait, my Bay of the Week. Sorry, I just yeah. uh, realized. If you haven't already, I highly recommend Google Imaging the Wyndham Wizard <laughs> because it's um... – Oh, you're talking about Tormund. Yes, he is the spokesperson for Wyndham, for Wyndham. Hotels. <laughs> and he is in these hilarious ads where he's like, <laughs> yeah, no, holding like them. a They're ball amazing. of smoke or something. <laughs> I know. It's incredible. He, They're so good. I love he, There's one where he's, like, laying on a bed in the middle of a pool with all these <laughs> other, like, men around him. And yeah. it's just, like, stay at the window.
1: <laughs> well, have you seen that movie Force Majeure, like, the the yes. Swedish movie? He's so he's good so in He's so good yeah. in that. He's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love, like, the amazing turnaround of the wall being the worst for five seasons. And now all of the hot people are at the wall. I
0: knew when they all rolled out that the wall was going down. You can't have all of the best characters on the show basically head out of Castle Black and not expect that it's just going to go to utter chaos. Yeah. So yeah. who do you think deserved it most this week? Because that final act, there were a lot of deaths.
1: Who were the deaths this week again? So well, we had the Children of the Forest. No, like they, they were wild. I love that they had like little grenades. When, where did they get those? Why don't you share that technology? Yeah, my one gripe with this whole thing is like I feel like they just...
0: For people who haven't read the books, you probably know nothing about the children in the forest. Like I feel like they've done a really terrible job <laughs> of explaining who they are, what they do. Uh, but it was kind of wild to find out that they created the the whites. Like I and I wondered if the the first white that they created was the Knights King, but it's never they never really established I imagine that. So. But I
1: I'm assuming maybe that's him. I don't know. Was but. he did he like show he was like in that last scene. Did he get blown up or not? He didn't get blown no, up. No, he's he's definitely he's, like he's definitely it. the big bad. Of the entire like okay. final act of that's this what show. I figured, but I was like, why would you bring him here? But is he
0: bad? I mean, he they were created as sort of a protection against humans, and
1: now they are doing what they were created to do and killing humans. I liked Rachel's global warming comparison, and I feel like we should <laughs> stick to that. It's okay. like they're like the yeah, like a natural cause. Yeah, <laughs> I I think the person who deserved it most
0: this week is the three eyed raven, because. For everybody crying about Bran being like he's the worst, he Bran did all this deserved stuff. it he most. He did, but here's the thing: the three-eyed ra- the three-eyed Raven knew everything. He knew that Bran was going to get touched by the Night's King, and he knew that Bran was going to like set off this chain of events. And like he he knew everything going in. I don't think he knew it was going to happen as quickly as it did, but uh, but yeah, he kind of knew everything and didn't disclose any of that information.
2: So he could have. I totally saved agree. with This like. The mentor, I'm mean, the like the old wise man mentoring you thing is, is just like you had so many opportunities to prop, to say, to tell him the most important thing, which is yeah. if you see a white walker, <laughs> do not let him touch you or the world will end. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: I know. So, you know, that's the person I think who deserved it.
1: I'll
2: agree, I agree. with that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So before we wrap things up, I just want to give some snaps to our first honorary crone, and I don't know your name, but you are wonderful. It is this amazing story of a woman scorned who basically spoils Game of Thrones for her cheating ex-boyfriend. So I just want to give you snaps
1: because that is fucking brilliant. And she like <laughs> she blocks him, then unblocks him, spoils Game of Thrones, and then reblocks him.
2: It's such a powerful move and I love it.
0: Yeah, it's like we can't officially burn men to the ground. But we can do this. It's the drive-by shooting of Game (laughs) of Thrones spoilers, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So kudos to you. Snaps all around. And that's this week's Game of Thrones. Thank you all for listening. I'm Crystal Bell. And I'm Teo Bugbee.
1: I'm Leah Beckman. And we'll be back next week. Bye. This episode of Game of Thrones was produced by Michael Catano and Mukta Mohan for the MTV Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at MTV News and MTV Podcasts. You can subscribe to this and other MTV Podcasts on iTunes.